Hey there, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I'm Lorraine, and I am your host today. We are episode 56.4, and this is chapter 14 in Genesis. So welcome, and thank you again for being here. Uh, It's an honor and a privilege to be able to lead you in this Bible study of the Old Testament. Uh, I know that everybody's busy, and it's always good to carve out about 15 minutes of your time to just read a little bit of God's Word. So you are being blessed every day that you continue to read your Bible, just like I am. And you get to know God a little bit more. So uh, this is uh, a little more history uh, of what's going on with Abram today. I did pre-read it a little bit, and uh, it's it's just interesting, the history of the, of the Hebrews, the Israelites, and um, I find it interesting. And this again, this is my second time reading through the Old Testament. I'm halfway through, I'm almost halfway through the Old Testament. Uh, I'm in Nehemiah right now. So we're, you know, it's, this is, again, we are going to say it over and over again. This is not a sprint. This is a marathon and a little bit at a time. So uh, I applaud you for continuing uh, on this trek with me. So. If you miss a day, it's okay. You can always make up for it, you know, just to, to listen later on. So, uh, yeah, uh, this is just, you know, it's what God wants us to do. He wants to get to know us. He wants us to get to know him. Well, he already knows us, but he wants us to get to know him. Uh, so this is the best way to do it, to get to know him uh, as the, the God of the Israelites, because that's where it all started. So, all right, well, I'm not going to delay Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pray, and then we will dive right into chapter 14. So uh, let's pray. Bow our heads. Heavenly Father, we come to your throne uh, humbled and gracious and grateful for everything that you do, everything that you provide. We are in awe of you, and I know these are big words, and I know this is uh, not big words, but these are, you know, I'm not trying to be uh, ostentatious. I am just merely trying to explain how in love I am with you and how we are in love with you. And uh, we will just become more in love with you as we get to know you better through your word. Uh, Thank you for providing this uh, manual for us to understand you and to learn from you and to live according to the way you want us to live, according to your will. Lord, we are most grateful for the sacrifice of your son Jesus on the cross. We are grateful that he was obedient to you and that he did exactly what he needed to do in order to save us from ourselves. We are sinful. We are so sinful and we don't deserve anything that you give us, but we are blessed beyond measure that you love us that much, that you want to give us everything that you want to give us. And we will accept everything humbly to you. So thank you, Lord for this time in your word. I thank you for those who are out there listening and taking time to uh, get to know you better through this Bible study. Lord, uh, grow it, continue to grow it, and send more listeners uh, to this podcast so that they can uh, grow in, in, in their relationship with you. Bless us, watch over us, bless our families, our friends, anybody who's in need of prayer, Lord. I don't know who they are, but you do. So I put them out there for you whatever their needs are, whether it's uh, emotional, physical, um, financial, 
whatever it is that they're needing, Lord, you will provide it. And uh, I pray that uh, you will see who it is that, that needs this provision. Lord, uh, we invite you into this time in your word. Anoint it, bless it, and reveal to us what it is that you want us to know from this time in your word. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, episode 56.4, and we are reading Genesis chapter 14 for the third time I've said that, just in case you didn't catch it the first couple of times. All right, <clears throat> Adam rescues Lot. About this time, war broke out in the region. King Amraphel of Babylonia, King Arioch of Elisar, King Kedor Lamer of Elam. I'm sorry if I'm butchering this. If anybody knows uh, these names, I apologize. And King Tidal of Goim fought against King Bera of Sodom. King Bersha of Gomorrah, King Shinab of Adma, King Shemaber of Zeboam, and the king of Bela, also called Zoar. This second group of kings joined forces in Siddim Valley, <clears throat> that is the Valley of the Dead, uh, I'm sorry, Valley of the Dead Sea. For 12 years they had been subject to King Kedor Laomer, but in the 13th year they rebelled against him. One year later, Kedor Laomer and his allies arrived and defeated the Rephaites at Eshtaroth Karnaim, the Zuzites at Ham, the Emites at Shavei Kiriathaim, and the Horites at Mount Seir, as far as El Paran at the edge of the wilderness. <clears throat> then they turned back and came to on Mishvat, now called Kadesh, and conquered all the territory of the Melekites and also the Amorites living in Hazazan Tamar. I'm so sorry. Then the rebel kings of Sodom, Gomorrah, Adma, Zeboam, and Bela, also called Zoar, prepared for battle in the valley of the Dead Sea. They fought against King Kedor. Laomer of Elam, King Tidal of Goam, King Amraphel of Babylonia, and King Arioch of Elisar, four kings against five. As it happened, the valley of the Dead Sea was filled with tar pits, and as the army of the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah fled, some fell into the tar pits, while the rest escaped into the mountains. The victorious invaders then plundered Sodom and Gomorrah and headed for home, taking with them all the spoils of war and the food supplies. They also captured Lot, Abram's nephew, who lived in Sodom and carried off everything uh, he owned. But one of Lot's men escaped and reported everything to Abram the Hebrew, who was living near the oak grove belonging to Mamre the Amorite, Mamre and his relatives, Eshkol and Aner, uh, were Abram's allies. When Abram heard that his nephew Lot had been captured, he mobilized the 318 trained men who had been born into his household. Then he pursued Kedor Lamer's 
army until he caught up with them at Dan. <clears throat> there he divided his men and attacked during the night. Kedor Lamar's army fled, but Abram chased them as far as Hobath, north of Damascus. Abram recovered all the goods that had been taken, and he brought back his nephew Lot with his possessions and all the women and other captives. Machilzadek blesses Abram. After Abram returned from his victory over Kedor Lamer and all his allies, the king of Sodom went out to meet him in the valley of Shaveh, that is the king's valley. And Machilzadek, the king of Salem, and a priest of God's Most High, brought Abram some bread and wine. Machilzadek blessed Abram with this blessing. Blessed be Abram by God Most High, creator of heaven and earth, and blessed be God Most High, who has defeated your enemies for you. Then Abram gave Machilzadek a tenth of all the goods he had recovered. <clears throat> the king of Sodom said to Abram, Give back my people who were captured, but you may keep for yourself all the goods you have recovered. Abram replied to the king of Sodom, I solemnly swear to the Lord God Most High, creator of heaven and earth, that I will not take so much as a single thread or sandal, a sandal thong from what belongs to you. Otherwise, you might say, I am the one who made Abram rich. I will accept only what my young warriors have already eaten, and I request that you give a fair share of the goods to my allies, Aner, Eshkol, and Mamre. Mamre. All right. Well, let me just say this out loud. I didn't highlight but a couple of things between verse 1 and 11. Because it's basically giving you the background of what the war was and who the war was between. Uh, the only thing I did highlight, for whatever reason, I don't know why, was when in 3 it says uh, the second group of kings joined forces in the Siddim Valley, that is the Valley of the Dead Sea. I don't know why I did. I just it just pinged on me, Valley of the Dead Sea. And then uh, I highlighted the the word or the city. They then they in seven they turned back and came to on Mishvat, now called Kadesh, because I think Kadesh is still a place uh, today in in modern times. Then I jumped down to twelve, verse twelve. They also captured Lot, Abram's nephew, who lived in Sodom and carried off everything he owned. So yesterday I said that I, I thought that uh, Lot was Abram's grandson. That's not true. I went back and looked it up, like I said I would, which I don't always do that, but I did today. So if we go back and look, Terah was Abram's dad, along with Haran and who was the other Nahor who I don't think we hear about much anymore uh, so Lot is the son of Haran Haran and uh, he died so yes uh, Lot is Abram's nephew splitting hairs maybe I don't know I just wanted to clarify that I was wrong so so one of Lot's men escaped and reported everything to Abram the Hebrew, who was living near the oak grove belonging to Mamre the Amorite. Uh, his relatives, Eshkol and Aner, were Abram's allies. Uh, 
So when Abram heard the news, I highlighted all of this, he mobilized the 318 trained men who've been born into his household. So they're going to go get Lot. Uh, they per I didn't highlight this part, but he pursued Kedor Lammer's uh, army, caught up with them. Then they divided his men and attacked during the night, and uh, the Ked Kedor Lammer's army fled, and Abram chased them as far as Hobod, north of Damascus. Abram recovered all of Lot's goods that had been taken, and he brought back his nephew with his possessions and all the women and other captives. So Abram got his nephew and all the stuff that been plundered from him. So then we go into Machilzadek. Now, Machilzadek was mentioned, I think, I want to say later on in the Old Testament, but it possibly could have been in the New Testament. That's another thing I have to go look up. I think he might have been a prophet, possibly. So uh anyway but here it says that Machilzadek, the king of salem and a priest of god most high brought abram some bread and wine Machilzadek blessed abram with this blessing i highlighted all of this 18 through 20. blessed be abram by god most high creator of heaven and earth and blessed be god most high who has defeated your enemies for you so he's given god the praise it was god who brought abram to rescue lot and that's what we need to do, give God the credit that he deserves. Then Abram gave Machelzedek a tenth of all the goods he had recovered. So to me, he was tithing to Machelzedek because that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to tithe to where our storehouse is. And apparently Machelzedek was the storehouse at that time. So then, I didn't highlight this, but King Solomon is saying, give me back my people who were captured and you can have anything you want. Abram replied, and I highlighted this, I solemnly swear to the Lord God Most High, creator of heaven and earth, that I will not take so much as a single thread or sandal thong from what belongs to you. Otherwise, you might say, I am the one who made Abram rich, which he didn't. I will accept only what my young warriors have already eaten, and I request that you give a fair share of the goods to my allies, Aner, Eshkol, and Mamre. So, in conclusion, <clears throat> this again supports the fact that Abraham, Abram at this time, is, uh, is honest and fair. He's not doing anything that would cause uh, anyone else to take credit for his, uh, his wealth. And so he wants to make sure that God is given the credit and he puts God first uh, above everything else. So... Um, so he's a good man. I mean, it just keeps proving how good a man that Abram is, and he's a godly man. So that's it for today. Uh, I enjoyed today's reading. It really gave a little bit more background as to what the, the volatility of that area was at that time. There was a lot of, um, you know, fighting going on, and it's, uh, obviously it's continued on to this day, so... Uh, okay, well, that's it for today, uh, but I will not uh, release you yet until uh, we've uh, covered what we always do. If you have not uh, made a choice for Jesus, if you have not decided that he is Lord of your life, and today you want to, uh, we will say the sinner's prayer, uh, and um, 
you can say it with us if you feel like you're being led to do that. I hope you are, uh, because you know Jesus is Jesus is our Lord and Savior, and He's died on the cross for us so that we can have salvation and forgiveness of all the sins. So, <clears throat> this is not a prayer between you and me. This is not horizontal. This is vertical between you and God. So, uh, you know, take me out of the equation, except for the fact that I'm leading you in the prayer. So. Uh, let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect to know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the gift of your son, Jesus Christ, on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. I accept him into my heart and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation in Jesus' name. Amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations and welcome into the brotherhood, sisterhood, the adopted family of Jesus. Uh, you now have a new birthday. Uh, we suggest that uh, you mark your Bible, uh, that today is the day that you accepted Jesus, whatever day it is that you happen to be listening. Mark the date uh, at chapter 14 of Genesis and uh, celebrate. It's a day of celebration that you became a believer in Christ. So uh, we uh, suggest that you get to a church, get to a pastor, uh, somebody who can help you navigate to the next step in your new life and uh, start living for Jesus. Get part of a ministry, uh, get into a Bible study, volunteer, whatever it is that you feel God is leading you to do. Uh, we strongly suggest that you do that. We encourage you. Uh, just to always, I not always, but every. I've done it a couple of times now. This is the Bible that we use. You can get it at any bookstore, uh, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. I don't know if Borders is still open, but whatever, wherever. Uh, but this is the one we use. It's the New Living Translation. And uh, we just found it to be an easy, easy translation to understand and to read So, um, and to follow along with. So that's it for today. I don't know what time it is that you are actually listening. I don't know what time, uh, day, morning, noon, or night, but I'm just glad that you were able to join me in uh, reading about Abram and Lot and, uh, and the history of the uh, Israelites. So uh, I just am thankful that we get to do this together. So God bless you. Have a great day, and I will see you tomorrow. <laughs>